Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm super excited to have Dr. Meg Hayworth with us. We met um, almost a year ago now, and we're finally reconnecting. And I think you are just going to shed some light, um, some really important light on us. Um, But say hello and introduce yourself first. Hello. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And um, so I'm a doctor of transpersonal psychology and a holistic nutritional chef. Um, And so I offer holistic wellness solutions for women survivors of parental narcissistic abuse which usually leads to relationships with narcissistic abusers, um, emotional abuse in general, because mm-hmm. you don't have to be a narcissist to go through emotional abuse. Um, and then I really look at the connection between how the abuse affects the body over time and how to help my clients release the energy that gets built up in the body that creates illness, creates persistent symptoms, and other issues. And then I offer them nutritional support to help them heal, continued healing, you know, as you release the emotional piece of it. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what we do here at Finding Fertility. It's like a whole body approach. And um, I think women are now kind of realizing that the past really contributed to where they are now, right? We are not led to believe, but almost kind of naive about where fertility issues stem from, right? We, some of us have maybe some issues, some of us don't, but then all of a sudden we're like, oh, we're quote unquote infertile. It's like, well, you weren't born that way for one. If you have all the working bits, you're definitely not infertile, but your, um, your past is why you might be dealing with the issues of the now. So can you just break down a little bit of our childhood and why the emotional support um, that we didn't receive um, is really impactful to our overall health? Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much science behind this now too, thankfully, um, with the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, which is the largest public health study ever done, which has really confirmed that over time, when you're going through emotionally abusive experiences, abusive experiences in general, it drains your energy field, it drains your energy. So it drains your body and can make you sick. 
and there's specific illnesses that they see that are related to this, um, like cancer, autoimmune disease is a big one. Um, and fertility, you know, I mean, if you think about that, I mean, I see a lot of sexual abuse survivors and that part of the body, I and mean, that's where you, your body needs to be nourished on all levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, food, environment, everything, you know? And um, if you were emotionally abused, you may be in in an, an energetic kind of way, you might be closing that part of your body off and not knowing you're doing it because it's all subconscious. Yeah. Um, that subconscious mind as a child gets programmed with all these beliefs, all these thoughts that aren't the truth of you. Mm-hmm. And so you'll believe that because as a child, that's your parent you know, or your guardian or somebody who is highly influential in your life. And they're telling you that you're terrible. You're not smart enough. You're not this enough or that enough. And they keep cycling through that over and over again. It wears away at you over time. And it stays in your subconscious mind, which I have come to believe is really your body. Mm -hmm. I think it's really your energy system, which of course is your nervous system. Yeah. So Yeah. And I mean, just from my own personal experience and a lot of the clients I work with, and I think this is why they resonate with me is you don't even have to have those big traumatic events for this to happen to you either. Right. And so for us, we're led to be like, well, what's wrong with us? Because we can't take those boxes and we should just be grateful and stuff. But learning that there is this like silent neglect that can have just as big of an impact on, let's say, um, something that society has deemed, you know, really bad on you, or it's just more obvious, right? And I think there's a lot of women out there going, well, that's not me. I didn't have that. My parents were there. You know, they gave us a, a roof, food. They didn't beat us. They didn't do that. But you your subconscious mind as a child because you are just taking it in right you are a sponge you're just receiving and receiving and if you're just getting the signals too which I'm discovering is that you can literally tell a child one thing but if you are energetically doing another thing subconsciously because you don't know you are putting that on your child and so we get to this stage of like well, why, you know, like I, you had that perfect life. Why are you this way? Well, what do you, you as a parent or what did your parents actually truly believe? Right. And those beliefs are theirs and they Mm -hmm. instilled those into you. And I think as an adult, you know, it's so important to sift through and what are my beliefs? What do I really believe about this subject? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us don't stop to do that because we, again, we were programmed with those unconscious beliefs and but when you're at war with a belief inside of yourself that you were programmed with (laughs) that can literally jam your system Mm -hmm. so and that's kind of I think you know with fertility infertility issues we're talking about kind of a a block it's a blockage in the system yeah yeah absolutely and what a lot of people don't realize and even the very educated specialist is that your fertility doesn't start in your lady bits you know, it is like a waterfall system, right? It literally starts in your brain and it works down through all these important organs and, you know, even the chakras and all those things. And I think for a lot of us, our bodies are like, we're just trying to keep you alive with the functions that you need to be alive with 
your fertility, we have to shut down or we can't even give to your fertility because we don't have enough to give to your gut health, your digestion, your liver, your, you know, penile gland, like whatever it is that's struggling. And it's just this waterfall effect and being able to step back. And right now for me, it's just that radical honesty, right? And getting really real with yourself because at the end of the day, no matter what experts or coaches you have around you, if you don't take that responsibility to take those action steps for yourself, no one can help you, right? We can give you all Absolutely. the information. We can like lead the horse to the water, but it's really you that um, has to be, you know, your biggest champion. So what is something that you do with your clients who maybe just are really at rock bottom, right? Because Sometimes it's just even hard to get yourself up like, you know, you should, but sometimes the physical body's so tired that it's like you can't get up. But what's some of your things that you do for your clients that to help them like kickstart the momentum? Yeah, I think, you know, when people come to me, they they tend to have gone through all kinds of other types of treatments and they're finally really saying like, you know what, this is emotional. I know there's an emotional sticking point here that I can't seem to get past. And so uh, one of the first things that I do with them is really finding out what I call it a go-to emotion. It's the negative emotion that's upfront. And I've come to see negative emotions differently. Mm -hmm. You see them, I call them teaching emotions now, because yeah. I really think they're here to teach us something about who we really are, if we'd only listen. And so I created a tech technique called whole person integration technique that helps people to release the energy in their field, that emotional energy, the limiting core belief that you held on to that isn't, isn't even your belief, you know, mm -hmm. and help them to release that from their field. So I look at that first emotion, the go-to one, and that's the one you cycle through over and over again. Some people refer to it as an emotional addiction. It could be sadness. It could be anger. It could be fear. It could be, you know, like you're just afraid of everything, you know? Yeah. You're afraid of forever for everything for your kids and all of that. So, um, but I think it's, you know, when you start gaining that emotional awareness and you start to see the one that's active in you most that gets triggered the most easily, um, it gives you so much more power and influence over your own inner world. So you can start to, to, to learn like what to do with all of that. What do I do with this pattern? What do I do with this belief? And I help them with all of those parts, the, the, the pattern, dismantling it, mm -hmm. um, the belief, the thoughts, the feelings, and how they get lodged in the energy system. And then how that translates to the physical body. Cause it's really, it's all one thing as you know, you know, yeah. we're holistic beings. We're not just, and we get pulled apart you know we get looked at the minutia of like okay it's just your uterus yeah. there's something going on in your your fallopian tubes or you know it's like no it's it's the whole being and all of it's been affected I, I love what you just said a few minutes ago about how this shuts down because this other part of the system needs help it needs more energy yeah you know? absolutely yeah and I call it your default energy it's like just watch yourself when you're walking around like throughout your day, what is your default energy? Because I think a lot of people dealing with fertility issues have this fertility to-do list. So they are doing yoga, they are doing meditation, they're going to Reiki, they're getting acupuncture, they're taking their supplements. But let's just say that's only five hours of your week, you're doing these things. 
what's the hundred and or hundreds of other hours what energy are you sitting in because that's what's really you know running the show like you say and if you can pinpoint that and have modalities to shift the energy right because I think we agree that it's the emotional connection to the situation that is keeping you stuck yes yeah yeah absolutely and I think we we misunderstand how important emotions are mm-hmm there and especially those negative emotions that are really big and they could just get bigger and bigger and gain more speed and and energy over time those emotions have so much charge and they are running you but you we're so busy running away from them you know because <laughs> yeah. we're told you know just be happy be positive and mm-hmm. but that's if you're just feigning that you know the fake it till you make it thing you're not really doing the work but I think that most people who are, who who would come to you would be like, you know what? I want to do the work. I've tried all these other things and I want to do the work and I want to have this baby and I want to be really healthy also as a parent, you know? And so that emotional energy is, I think one of the most important pieces and for us to um, process those, release them. And then also that gives you more space. I think of it as like, you're deleting an old app yeah. And then you're putting a new one on yeah. new space to have peace, love, kindness, compassion, self-compassion, self-care. It's really a process of loving the self. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I totally agree with you on that space piece. I always say, just imagine if your baby did come in, it like walked through the door and it was like, I'm here. Like how much space do you actually really have for it? You know, and holding on to all these stuck emotions is I feel like walls, right? You are really blocking yourself because you move into this journey and you get so frustrated that it isn't happening, that it isn't easy, that your diet isn't working, that IVF didn't work, right? So you're just getting more walls put up and like more anger and frustration. So all that stuff that contributed to the fertility issues in the first place is now pie, like we're stacking, like these bricks on top of each other. And I'm finding that um, for a lot of my clients, I have to first shift the the bricks of fertility issues first. You know, all the emotional damage from failed treatments, from, you know, just month after month of feeling like a failure, feeling broken. Um, And once we shift that, then it's kind of this clarity and then we get down to, you know, open Pandora's box. Um, and like you say, it's like, what's on your heart right now? It could be like the weirdest thing or like the most insignificant thing. But that's what's, what's you know, causing the most heartache and harm to your body. Yeah. And I think the, the thing that's up front for you is also it leads you back to the thing that was sort of the root, it was the root cause of that. Mm-hmm. And that where that pattern began, where that emotional way of thinking and being and doing began and where that got embedded in your system. Um, and that's actually, I think one of the beautiful parts too, is because you also get to see how physically that emotion has affected you over time. Absolutely. You know? And when you feel like, oh my gosh, that's in my throat. And the throat's the center of self-expression and communication and your your life purpose. And, you know, it's there's a lot going on there. So 
if your throat's been drained over time, it can create you know, issues in that arena. So yeah. it might hinder your self-expression as a mother, you know, as a, as a wife or a partner. Um, yeah. And so. I think too, like, you know, if you get radically honest with how you were brought up, you know, would you want your children to be brought up that same way? And if the answer is no, this is my big journey now, or and it's still in it. Yeah, I will still now too, is that I didn't have to do this stuff for my fertility. My fertility was really physical. I had leaky gut causing lots of inflammation. And once I healed that gut, yes, I did some mindset and yoga and slowed down in that. But it was my second son, my natural pregnancy, who is like a spit of me. He was the one who started triggering all those suppressed emotions that were put on me by my parents that I didn't even know were there, right? Because I saw me in him so much that it really triggered all this repression. And um, because I was consciously aware that this wasn't right, right? And, and mm-hmm. I have 20 years of early education. So like, I, I know how you should speak yes. to a child. And the right. anger and the rage that I was feeling because he was crying over not having a blue popsicle because he got a red one, right? And I was like, this is not normal. What is yeah. going on here? Yeah. And so my big thing is even if... um even if you don't need to work on these things to get and stay pregnant, if you want to be the best version of yourself and be that conscious mama for your children and just change things up, you, you got to do the work because it will be there and your children will trigger you <laughs> and expose you something that you didn't realize was stuck and in there. Well, I see this all the time, generational trauma, mm-hmm. but what's cool is exactly what you said is that you are, you're at this generation, you're, you're cognizant of it. You're becoming aware of it. You're saying, please make me aware of this. Cause I want to release this. I don't want to pass this on. Absolutely. You know, yeah. every loving parent doesn't want to pass on the neglect that they got from their parents, the authoritarian kind of shaming you at every turn or blaming you for everything they don't want nobody wants to pass that on yeah or even the like um being perfect or overachieving or getting you know have a lot of clients who are seeking their self-worth outside of them and and, you know that's that's a form of emotional neglect or abuse or whatever it is right because we want to teach our children that they are worthy just because they are them and what they achieve in life through their creativity and their love and their joy only brings more love and joy to the world not more worthiness right right because that's not really honestly that's not something you can measure yeah you know but we do you know we use all these terms not good enough I'm not worthy I'm all of those things so yeah and yeah it's it's very it's very interesting in your practice now like you know 10 years into it let's just say you always hear people say that it's hard and I don't want to go, I don't want to look at my past and I don't want to open Pandora's box. I don't want to see those skeletons with your technique, because I kind of have a feeling your technique is probably very similar to the site K work I do. Yes. Um, 
it doesn't have to be hard, right? No. Yeah, because it's not about the original story. It's yeah. and it's because I'm a doctor of transpersonal psychology. It's a whole difference, mind, body, spirit. It's the whole connection. It's all the connections. So I don't look at pathology and treatment of disorder. You know, what's wrong with you? And we don't focus on that. Your story, of course, matters, you know, that that how you arrived at this place. But it's not about that. It's about really the story that is is being held in the body. I, I always say the body always remembers what you're trying to forget. And I help people get into the subconscious mind to unlock that thing that your your body's remembering because your body has a mind of its own. You know, there's your conscious experience of how something happened, but the body might have internalized it in a very different way. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> releasing that energy, discovering it and then releasing it. So the client, when they work with me, they, they're not looking at the story per se. They're looking at the story of the emotion mm -hmm. and the beliefs that the emotions holding the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs, and how that got, how that's affecting your physical body. And then I love watching them go through the release process and then the replacement process. And then what happens after that, how their reality shifts, things yeah. that triggered them before just don't trigger them like they yeah. used to. Right. You know, <laughs> that doesn't upset me anymore. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. I mean, it can be, I, I like in my personal journey with the subconscious mind, it's mm -hmm. so quick, but also very layered. Right. Yes. And when you become radically conscious of your emotions and let's say you get triggered, you don't look at that trigger of like, oh, I, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm still not healed. You're like, oh, what was that? Okay, well, I have techniques to change it. So I'm going to go yeah. change it like this. And I'm not yeah. going to dwell on it because I know I can change it. Uh, before we go, do you have thoughts or an opinion on why we have so many layers <laughs> because sometimes it does feel like this never in ending onion that we keep going through and going through I guess one do you have an opinion on that and two do we ever get to the core and I love that question it's, it's such a rich question and something I say often is that as long as you're in a body the fun never stops <laughs> <laughs> okay. the fun never stops there's always another layer to go through but here's the thing is that as you do work similar to what we're talking about today like side k like whole person integration technique um the layers really you release so much more so much more quickly and so much of it is it doesn't have to be like you know it's not done with your conscious mind even though that's a part of it you're not thinking your way through it, which is what you do in traditional psychotherapeutic models, which are great, but you get to a point in those where you're just like, I feel like I can't go any further with this model. It's not, mm -hmm. I need to go deeper and I need to do something differently. But you, when you do the release processes like this, you release so much faster and you recover so much faster. So instead of sitting in a, a betrayal experience, for instance, for years, for decades, you you might only sit in it for like, it took you a week or two to process something that would have taken you years to process. And then you get that window becomes smaller and smaller until it comes down to seconds. It comes down to like, 
okay, you know what this thing, this thing I'm, I woke up so anxious this morning. I don't know why it doesn't make sense. Everything seems to be going well. You do the process on you, you release the anxiety and then you're better. Like that, if there's any magic pill on earth, <laughs> I yeah. think, you know, uh -huh. that this kind of energy processing, this, this energetic release work is, is the best there is. And, um, and I say that from my own experience of having over a dozen illnesses of having injuries. Like I was struck by lightning. I drowned as a child. I had sexual, physical, emotional abuse as a child. I went through so much stuff and I continue to have layers I go through. Yeah. But the layers are definitely like, I, I cycle through things like that. It's yeah. just different. It's so, it's so nice. And it's so liberating mm -hmm. to have these kinds of, of, um, modalities available to us you know yeah yeah absolutely um thank you so much for coming on you are such a wealth of knowledge can you let our listeners know where they can find you yes you can find me at meghayworth.com it's m-e-g-h-a-w-o-r-t-h.com and i have a number of free gifts on there um, for people that are interested in intuitive development with me or narcissistic abuse recovery um, or 10 steps to overcoming the effects of victimization, inner child therapy. I have a number of different offerings. So, oh, that's um, so just amazing. go check it out. Yeah, it's YouTube all down in the, well. oh, cool. It's all down in the show notes. So easy access for anyone who wants to connect with you. Thank you so much again for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.